The countdown is on for Humane, Unmade's guide to the future of AI-led media and marketing. Humane kicks off with a keynote from the visionary founder of the world's first AI creative agency, Jeremy Summers, who will talk about how he's been using AI to create work for global brands, including Tommy Hilfiger, Yahoo, and Converse. Humane is in Sydney on May the 28th. Go to humane.au. That's spelled H-U-M-A-I-N dot A-U to find out more. Start the week with Unmade. Setting the agenda for the week in media and marketing. Today, Facebook pulls the plug on publishers. What happens next in this new war with Meta? And the future of TV advertising. Unmade. It's Monday, March 4. I'm Abe Udy and good morning, Tim Burrows. Good morning, Abe. Abe, do I look tired? You look exhausted. Big end to the week last week. Big end to the week, but also a big start to the day. Guess where I was at 4am today? Where were you? I went Aurora hunting. Um, now, Aurora is the uh, also the power supplier in Tasmania, so I'm not guessing you were looking for mains electricity. What were you doing? <laughs> no, I was I was not helping them out with the lines, although there have been some power cuts in um, northwest Tasmania, uh, uh, weather and climate related. I think. No, I was um, I was out looking for the southern lights. I I happened to wake up in the early hours and noticed on one of my Facebook groups that uh, the Aurora was active. So I. Um, I dragged myself out of bed and walked half an hour out of Evandale, where I am at the moment, into the countryside and saw my first ever Aurora. So um, didn't get much sleep, but I'm very excited. Did it look amazing? No, is the honest truth. It looked amazing on my phone. And this is the thing, you realise that phones are what make them look so amazing. I've got some really amazing Aurora pictures that you could barely see with your uh, with your, your actual eye. Um, but I did find myself as I was watching it, well, wow, well, we'll get into this one in a minute. This is the sort of thing I'm going to miss Facebook for. It'll be alerts like this if Facebook goes. But anyway, we'll get on to that. How was your weekend? It was good. Lots of family things, kids' birthdays, uh, that sort of thing. But I tell you what, I mean, and I'm not even a media, a journo or involved in the news media, but I just couldn't stop thinking about the massive changes that happened last week. I mean, what does this mean? What is AI? What does the way we consume and pay for? How does that work with the meta news? I mean, just trying not to get anxious, but thinking, goodness me, we're in such a rapid state of change. Since we've last spoken, there's been some huge developments. What has happened? Yeah, so this all went down on Friday, and I suppose in some ways it wasn't unexpected. In fact, we've been expecting this moment for nearly three years, but in others, when it finally comes, then obviously the, the, the import begins to weigh on you. So Facebook posted a blog post basically saying that it's pulling the plug on several of its news initiatives, the main one being what it calls the news tab. Um, Now, this was the place where it was paying publishers to feature some of their content. Um, And the more significant part of the announcement was that its current deals with publishers, and it's never publicly said what the deals are, but they're widely understood to be three-year deals, will not be repeated. So that means that probably as soon as July the 1st, which believe it or not, is now less than 120 days away, Facebook will 
stop paying Australia's publishers to use their content across its platform. So I must admit, I, I've never seen the news tab. I'm looking now online. I don't know where the news tab is. Am I am I a bit thick or is it something that's... No, you're not alone in that at all. It was always a little bit of a fig leaf to have an excuse for paying publishers. Um, most people don't tend to um, stray beyond the main. What well, Do you remember it ironically used to be called Newsfeed <laughs> yeah. and then they just changed it to Feed? Yeah. Um, so mo- mo- most people still, if when they use or if they use Facebook, generally still navigate from that. I was, I was exactly the same. You know, the first thing I did on the announcement was to go and see what was in my, um, in my news tab and the answer was actually very, very little. Um, so... You know, from that point of view, Facebook saying, "Well, nobody uses our stuff anyway, so we we don't see why we should pay for it in the future." A big question is about whether the government is ready for what might happen next. You were at Friday's press conference with uh, Treasury Minister Stephen Jones and Communications Minister Michelle Rowland. So, from that, Tim, it sounds like the government has been thinking about this. Yeah, that that certainly was. You know what I picked up, not just from the press conference, but I'd I'd, I'd been beginning to pick that up in um, in recent weeks. Uh, you might remember last time we talked about the news media bargaining code. One of the questions I think I've raised on this podcast before was just the vibe the industry was beginning to pick up that maybe Michelle Rowland wasn't as interested in this topic as her predecessors in the coalition had been and might not have the same sort of appetite for a confrontation with Meta. Um, But that that music had just been beginning to change in recent days. There'd been a, a couple of industry kind of contingents had gone to, um, to Canberra and had definitely picked up the vibe that no, if uh, if if Facebook or Google, which is the other big platform that has been you know has been been been, been a centre of focus of this, if either one of them dropped out, then yes, the government would be would be ready to to challenge. So, um, what I think we we will see now is them beginning to um, to to go down some sort of legal path. So, what happens next? Yeah, there are. Two possible paths. So one inside the news media bargaining code, the other under sort of general Australian Competition and Consumer Commission powers or ACCC powers. So the news media bargaining code is to have the the, the quick history lesson that passed into law pretty much uh, exactly three years ago. Now this gave the government power to designate platforms that had enough market power in um, in the world of media that they could be ordered to the negotiating table with other media companies because otherwise it wouldn't be a fair negotiation. Now, the two platforms that looked the most obvious at that stage were Alphabet's Google and Meta's Facebook. So the, the way it would have worked if someone was designated, and now we might be reaching that moment, is that if someone's designated, then they have to come to a negotiation and then binding arbitration. So what they basically have to do is if they can't reach an agreement, both sides have to propose uh, what's a fair amount for them to be paying for news on their platforms. And then the arbitrator will choose between the two proposals. So it's not find something in the middle, it's choosing something. So that obviously creates quite a bit of peril for the likes of Facebook or Google. But of course, what's 
changed since this law came along is that Facebook has downgraded news. So their argument now is, well, hey, we hardly use news anyway. You know, we're we're seeing a lot less news and a lot less links to news players on the Facebook platform because, because of course, that's what the algorithm's been doing. So then we move into more general ACCC powers. Um, so I, um, I, I, I was able to ask a question about that of the chair of the, the ACCC, Gina Cass Gottlieb, at an event she she and I both spoke at back in November and um, when she took questions from the floor. I kind of asked, well, you know, what would, what would happen in that circumstance? Because, you know, Facebook can just say, hey, not covered by the news media bargaining code because we don't do news. And she made the point that then that could very potentially be seen as an abuse of market power. The fact that they've pulled away from news just to avoid designation. So that would then be covered under general ACCC powers. So that's the other path we could potentially see being explored as um, the news media bargaining code kicks in, assuming that the next step is for uh, Facebook to be designated. So what does, what does the end game look like? Well, let's follow this to a logical conclusion. There's a real possibility, not a likelihood, but a possibility that the end game is Meta leaving Australia. That would mean no Facebook, no Instagram, no WhatsApp, no threads. That will change the way that every one of us works. And the way that would happen would be if and this is just one of many paths, but I'm struggling to work out an off-ramp that we don't end up at this situation, that let's say we, we, we either go to designation or even that the government doesn't designate, but the ACCC steps in, and there's some sort of fine for abuse of market power, and it's more than a speeding fine. It's not just a speeding ticket. It's something which is ongoing, continuous for as long as, Meta carries on sort of behaving in this way and not engaging with the publishers, then um, we might in the end just see Meta conclude that it doesn't want to create a precedent for other markets around the world. So it just leaves Australia. And imagine what chaos that would cause. I talked to my wife about this, who's not in the media kind of world at all. And she was like, what? She couldn't even imagine the fact that Facebook would pull these products, is that an actual likelihood? I mean, that's just a, that's just a big, big step. Is that actually going to happen? Look, I'm, I'm not saying it is likely, but I am saying it's the most likely. I can't think of any other single outcome which is more likely, you know, but there are so many other possibilities along the way. Um, but it's real, you know. I, you know, any, anyone who has a Facebook page and relies for their business on it, should be making other plans, you know, should be doing it now. And I, and I've seen it start actually, I've seen in my Facebook feed, you know, groups I follow, Hey, you know, even, even things like uh, there's a Tasmanian weather watch page, they've all started promoting their own website addresses just in case the plug gets pulled at some weeks or months down the line. Sounds like LinkedIn will get a, a massive boost if that's the case and you'll have so many more businesses on LinkedIn. And then, of course, the question becomes, at that point, does that make LinkedIn a platform which should be governed by the news media bargaining code? Um, and, of course, um, 
the other big question is three years on TikTok, is that much bigger? So at what point does TikTok get designated? And I, I, again, I managed to squeeze in a quick question at the press conference for Stephen Jones about that one as well. And his his kind of answer was, yes, they, they, they have been thinking about TikTok. So it wouldn't surprise me. But that's going to be the issue, is any platform which uses that sort of news content in the future opens itself up to being designated. So the question is... um. Do they um, do they actually go down that path? Taking a bit of a left turn and a question without notice, just with uh, the the close, closure of News Hub in New Zealand and thinking, what does AI and what and what does this mean for news and journalism in general? I mean, I don't have any answers. I've got so many questions. Where are we even going? I mean, I I think of the uh, a, a podcast with Michelle Laurie and Simon Bags, Real News, where they've modelled their voices with AI. And then they scrape, well, there's the, the scraper essentially assembles news stories that they then read. It's all completely generated by AI. Actually, here's a quick sample. Good morning, Australia, and welcome back to Real News, a daily podcast delivering the news worth chatting about and what it means for you. We are your hosts, Michelle Laurie and Simon Baggs. Today is Monday, the 4th of March, 2024, and we start off with news about Sisters Anna, and Yaniri Albaran tracked down their fugitive father, Davy Albaran. After- this kind of thing just makes me think, what? If we were starting businesses now, how would we do them differently to how we might have started them years ago? It, I mean, I've got more questions than answers in this space. Do you know, the one thing that it does remind me on, and I suppose this is a reason for optimism, is I can remember similar questions, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, people saying, wow, there's so much happening now what what should we even do or you know should we just wait and see and the argument i made then which i think i would still make is you have to engage with this stuff some of it's going to work some of it isn't but in order to navigate your way through to the next thing you've got to go through this thing so that definitely feels like the sort of um that's what's going on at the moment with some of the change for certainly with ai ai for the for the making of media now of course there's just that bigger economic force at play as well which is harder to see how that one plays out and also um you know something to 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 feel very very nervous about next the future of tv advertising unmade Looking ahead, Tim, the TV industry will be gathering at the Fullerton Hotel in Sydney on Wednesday. What's on the agenda? Yeah, when I mentioned to someone last week that I was going to the Future of TV Advertising Conference, he laughed and said, ah, you mean Fight Club, <laughs> um, which um, we, we, which is fair enough. Look, I, I, we, you know, you've, you've, you've just been alluding to the, 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 the changes where um, in New Zealand, the, the three channel is closing uh, News Hub, um, which is massive in the New Zealand market. Um, and similarly, um, TVNZ um, last week also announced um, quite a big financial loss for that. I forget if it was the half year for, or for the whole year. Um, so there's an awful lot going on. But yeah, one of the one of the key questions being talked talked about is this question of how you measure. And the reason it's Fight Club is because Foxtel Media, which is the advertising arm of Foxtel Group, announced that 
effectively it was pulling away from Austam, which has been the main measure of the main industry currency for decades, um, and doing its own thing. So we 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 might see a little bit more, or or, or we'll, we'll expect to hear a little bit more about that. Um, uh, the, the, this week and yeah what what's quite sort of um intriguing looking at the agenda is you can you can see the diplomacy that's been at play when you look at the agenda so they get to um the future of tv measurement uh in the afternoon and rather than one panel on it they've had to break it just to keep people split up i think to avoid that fight club thing so they have 10 minutes with one presenter as officially a session then a break then a separate session um then a break and then a separate session all titled the future of tv measurement so that the boss of oztam doesn't have to sit on the same stage with the boss of foxtel media so it's going to be a fantastic diplomatic tightrope to walk so is tv up against it yeah, look, um, as you've been alluding to, it, it it really is. Um, one of the concerns when we talk about New Zealand is that 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 as a smaller market, but not dissimilar market to Australia, might be a bit of a lead indicator for what's coming down the track. So again, one of the conversations coming out at um the conference on Wednesday is that of linear reach. You know, the old school broadcast reach falling. So that that you know that that feels like something that TV can make a transition through because. There are other ways of finding audiences, you know, particularly through BVOD, Broadcast Video On Demand. Um, so that that's one part of it. You know, that's the sort of structural changes. But of course, we're also just seeing advertising falling generally into all forms of broadcast, some of which is just part of the cycle, you know, some sort of downturn. But the other question is, is some of it more structural and that it won't come back? So, yeah, look, um television is right now going through its most disrupted year probably ever well that's it for today if you want to support unmade you can become a paying member go to unmade.media to find out how and if you enjoy this podcast please give us five stars on your podcasting app it helps other people to find us Don't forget to check out the first program session for Humane, Unmade's exploration of the impact of AI on the marketing industry. Go to to humain.au to find out more. Today's podcast was produced with the usually enthusiastic support of Abe's Audio. See you next time. Toodle pip. Unmade. Podcast edit by Abe's Audio.